Alright guys, today we got a little bit to get through. Um, we've been spinning our singles onto this long pine quill. And uh, I'm going to transfer that off to, um, uh, you know, like a 7 inch uh, quill, spinning quill. And then we should be able to ply this off the lazy cape back with some of these other singles and make a uh, two-ply. This is already a two-ply we had done previously that I haven't wound off yet. Uh, we might cake that up. Let's see what we get. But uh, right now I'm going to set up the wheel and get that spindle off and onto the lazy cake. We were going to do this a couple episodes ago, and then I realized I didn't have a uh, plain quill to put on here because this one was still full. And uh, when I got ready to do it today, I was just like, well, we'll cake this off. And uh, then we'll have that plying quill to put on here, but that doesn't make sense because we're not needing a plying quill on here. We're only needing a spinning quill. So we'll see if I misfigured on that and uh, if we do, in fact, need an empty plying quill. But I think that my error was in the previous week and uh, today I've got it straightened out. Alright, so we're tightening down this wing nut and our wheels together. Hopefully the tension's right. The weather's nice out here. Me and my family will be taking a walk as soon as I'm done with this, I think. Okay, so what we're needing is to get this single on here. Then we're needing a quill like this to spin it back onto. And we can use this one even though it has um, some fiber on it already. Well, we can't because we're going to have to adjust one of these, I believe. Oh, but we can take that fiber off and join it. So, if this isn't fitting because it's too small, what we're going to do is just break this uh, tape off here. Normally, you wouldn't have to do this because uh, you would just make another paper quill. But I like the triage of having to adjust your quill that you have on you when you don't want to make another one. I don't know. Am I just going to pick this until... Hmm. This is becoming a little more problemsome than I like. 
There we go. And now, can we get any of that tape off to bind it? Here is another idea. Alright, so we're going to wrap this quilt. to where we need to be. I'm gonna go ahead and use some fiber to lash this. Perhaps. This is not going as I had planned, but sometimes it's nice to see the folly. Alright, so we want to take it this way. Good. Now, um, I think that's good to get us started. And if we just then take this and wind on. in close enough that you guys can see it's coming off of the plines or the yeah plying spindle that was 11 inches we're going to wind it on to the seven inch spinning spindle 
and uh, right now all we're doing is just making a cob so this is the winding on part the whole time Before we go too far, I want you to see how much there was on the 11. It wasn't that fat. It's definitely going to end up thicker where we're spinning it onto because um, it's such it's so much shorter. It would be nice if I could whip this quicker. Because we have a low ratio, which doesn't matter for spinning, but for winding on in great amount, it'd be nice to have a higher ratio. And of course, we want to pack it more towards the back. Although, I guess it doesn't matter on this because this we're not spinning and supporting that long. We're just doing this wind on and then we're putting it back on the lazy cake, so it really wouldn't matter. Again, if I would have had a piece of tape uh, to tear that spindle apart, resize it for this dowel, and then just slap one piece of tape on there, we wouldn't have had to done that whole thing with the lashing it from the fiber. But I do like the idea of showing you guys what it's like to use materials on hand to improvise while working with your wheel because that is a necessity so much of the time when using a spinning wheel. Whether it be a production wheel, or a newly purchased wheel, or a wheel you've made, um, it seems like you've always got to throw a little something in there to uh, keep you spinning while you're at your event, and then you can come up with more permanent solutions when you can get back to a shop that sells the part you need, or home where you might be able to permanently fix something this is pretty neat so we just went to a little riverfront museum here in Jefferson City which is the capital city here in Missouri um, this week and they had a uh, basket full of um, wool, white wool, with some uh, spindles in it, drop spindles, and a pair of hand cards. And I was so excited, and I was like, hey, does somebody give demonstrations? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, okay, because you got everything there. He's like, yeah, that's just a, demo that's just a uh, prop or whatever. But uh, somebody, actually, the way it's sat in there and all that, um, somebody actually, uh, knew what they were doing to have, the drop spindles with the cards in the, uh, basket of wool and stuff, so that was nice. And then they do have a lot of, like, hand-spun, um, yarn there hanging on the wall in different natural dye colors and that's pretty interesting too but uh they are pretty it's clear that they're pretty 
old. All right. So what's happening now is that because we're getting so far down in uh, in what we spun here, it's getting narrower, which means if uh, the you know three inches that I was pulling off before when the diameter was bigger wasn't moving this that fast, but now we're getting down to a shorter diameter because I'm like pulling off three inches. This is having to spin faster. And so what we end up with is more resistance or drag off of this because the paper quill has happened to spin faster just to give us the same amount of fiber. And uh, it's not a problem, but you have to compensate for it. you got to know it's coming and stuff. I don't know if you could tell, but because I just kind of wrapped this quill around and then kind of lashed it with... Uh, yarn it's slipping quite a bit on this spindle which is fine because this isn't going to be a quill we're using to spin on um, it's just going to have to go back on the lazy cape but uh, it's just interesting it will actually I can pull it oh that was bad I can actually pull it down there, right against the upper receiver. We're getting about to the end of our um, plying quill that we had spun these singles on to begin with. But now here's what I'm going to do. Alright, so we're at the end of it. And um, I was plying two quills at some point in the past. And uh, when I got to the end of one quill, I just tore the other quill off. And that's why we've got this remaining fiber here. That doesn't matter because you always have the option then of joining that to anything else that you have. So like right now, I'll draft it alongside the tip of this. I'll add my twist. And now this, because it was the same fiber. Um, I don't know what that's about. Because it was the same fiber, these are both from Catherine. I can just wind that on. And now I've consolidated all of it. All right, that did it. Now what we want to do is um, pull the plying quill that we had used, put this in its place, this way, now we've got a free plying quill to ply to. We can put another one of these um, quills that I did recently in the uh, Lazy Kate and we're ready to uh, start plying a two-ply. And I always, the two that I'm plying, I always put on the outside so that they're holding the lines apart as much as possible while I'm going. 
This one goes in this way. And we should be good to go. So now we've got our two singles that we're going to apply into a two-ply. We're going to add a little twist here at the beginning. And then we're going to um, wrap it this way. And we're off and running. Oh, I I was stuck in uh, wind-on mode, and I forgot they were adding twist to this counter twist, S twist, because I spin in Z twist. So when I go to ply, I ply in S twist. That's it, we're on to plying. So, we started off with um, a single on our plying spindle. And I uh, said when we started doing that a few weeks ago that I was just going to go ahead and ply onto the plying spindle and I would transfer it later. And uh, that's because, you know, it's not a big deal to transfer it later. As a matter of fact, if I had just made the quill, we would have had a lot fewer steps in this. But I thought that whole process would be interesting. Um, so, <clears throat> what the only thing we had to do to move that over then to make this possible was just throw that um, plying quill on a uh, lazy cape, put a normal... Um, spinning quill on here and then run it off the one onto the other and we were ready to go put the uh, spinning quill back on the lazy Kate and then uh, our plying quill was already freed up because we wound off of it and now we're able to apply right back onto it
So this is episode 198. It's pretty great. Just have a couple eps left. Hit that 200 mark. We have a little bit of a situation there, and I'm not really sure what the deal is. Here, let's back that off. Then let's counterspin that so that we got the twist out of it. Then let's straighten those. I guess it was just like a odd rat tail. We're taking care of it now though. separate okay because I pushed that slack back into where we were pulling but it's good now all right I think we're gonna call it quits there but uh, it was nice to free up some quills and to transfer some yarn, and now to be plying another skein of two-ply. I'm going to have a lot of yarn soon. I've been knitting quite a bit too, so uh, I'm getting a lot of products made, which is great. I go through periods of needing to knit up what I've spun because I've got a lot of yarn and need to get my knitting done to uh, parts where I've knit all my stuff and I need to spin up some yarn so I got more to knit but uh, it's a nice push and pull that I enjoy so that's it for this week and next week I guess we're doing 199